Yo, yo, welcome back to another episode of Island Spot Sports. And before we get to our guest today, we have a big shout out for, for Living Sisu. Living Sisu is a platform and app that wants to give you all the tools to have success in your sport. Their main objective is to activate your lifestyle. So for active, it's for active people, enjoy discounts at, at companies like BioSteel, 30% off, BodyLogics, the Goalie Guild, all his books are discounted, Roan, Lululemon for men, 20% off, online stretching programs with Eccentrics, one full month free. They got super silent massage guns, 20% off those. And it's a great quality. It's way less expensive than a Theragun. And it's a great, it's great quality. So there's so many more discounts that you guys will need to just become a member to see. So they want to provide you with anything you need for success. So come join the community. I'm a part of it. A bunch of other athletes are a part of it. So it's free to join. It takes 20 seconds to have to get exclusive offers to your sport. And it's definitely worth worth it. So do do us a huge favor and go sign up for Living Sisu's membership. It's free, twenty takes 20 seconds. So go do it and we'll see you there. Living Sisu is a great company. We uh we know one of the co-founders, Zach Fricali. He's a great guy. He uh He's the co-founder and he does a lot of live streams on Instagram at, uh, at Living Sisu and with a bunch of elite athletes. And you learn a lot from like the athlete's determination, the resiliency, everything to what me, made them become successful. So it's been a great experience so far. So go on. I'm going to leave uh, the link in the description. So uh, go sign up. Yo, welcome back to another episode of On Spot Sports. I'm Jack, and today's episode, we are joined by a very special guest, current professional hockey goaltender, Travis Ridgen, also known as Trav Oilers on YouTube. So uh, Trav has been on the show before as he was on episode 48. So it's been it's been a while, but it's good to get him back on. Travis most recently played on the Varberg Vipers overseas in Sweden in Division Three, and has had a tryout for the Hagesund Seagulls in Norway recently. And while all, while all doing that, Trav is also one of the hosts for the podcast called Slanging the Biscuit with Pat Shea. So go go check out that podcast. It's an unreal podcast, 100% highly suggest it. So it's going to be a fun episode, Trav. So welcome to the show, Trav Surgeon. Thank you. I heard that podcast sucks. I heard Slanging the Biscuit's in the shitter these days. <laughs> I heard that co-host needs to go. the best one in the world. The best one in <laughs> the world. One of their co-hosts needs to go. That, that Shea guy is carrying the mail. <laughs> Yeah, that Trav guy, they, they don't need him. Pat's the oh, one carrying, the, carrying cannon, the load man. there. Give him a yeah, severance but... for two weeks and get him out of there. <laughs> yeah, put him put the two weeks in and let it let him go after that. No benefits, man. Health and dental, you're cut. See you later. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But uh how's how's things going with you? Like it's been a wild last last year for you. So how's everything going with you? I mean, it's unstable as it always has been. You know, it's never a dull moment, like uh airlines lost my bags and my tryout they actually here's a little sneak preview for you for so tomorrow's vlog they lost my bags again that that's amazing they're, they're two for two on my trip for losing for all my two. gear two for two man they, they really know how to do it um didn't did get you, reimbursed did either get back? No, well i got the gear back i, I filed claims <laughs> on both of them I'm like can i get reimbursed for my baggage fee they're like nope sorry we gave you your bags i'm like literally you almost cost my tryout you're not you know what i mean mm-hmm. so that, that that basically sums up my life my podcast my youtube vlog and me as a person lose your bags get it back no refund fly again a little bit a little bit of craziness every, every day for you that's that's one way to put it 
It's never a dull moment. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Dude, but, that's uh, the, one of the reasons why I started the blog. I was just like, like I love creating videos and whatnot, but I was just like, there's so much shit going on in my life. Like, might as well film it. Maybe get paid for it too. Like, why why do it for free? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And you may make a lot. <laughs> you make a lot of money out of that, huh? I don't, dude. I don't make a lot of money, but I, I do put up some views, which is kind of nice. And hey, that, honestly, that's just what like, counts. yeah. On, honestly, dude, just like, like the fact, like what I'm sharing is like touching people in in ways that just like inspire them. They get them thinking yeah. things differently. Like just knowledge, entertainment, education. Like, dude, trust me. Like, if this thing, if, if I can get a job that paid better, I definitely would, because this does not pay the bills the way that I wish it did, and it doesn't exactly come with you know pension, like that like we talked about earlier, dental, health, yeah. all that kind of shit. But like it's the greatest job in the world. Cause like I get to play hockey every day. I get to like communicate with, with people that, like, that I love, like, like yourself, anybody else. Like, like I get to like share that with goalies, people that are just as passionate. You get a couple dickheads and, you know, meat sticks that think that they know what's up. And meanwhile, it's like, dude, yeah, like, you peaked at fucking peewee double A, like get out of here, you know, put the crack pipe down, go back to school. But um, uh, it's, it's just the greatest thing in the world. I'm so blessed. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And like, I, I read your comments and like, sure, there's a lot of like all the like down, W down and like give you shit for it, shit for everything you do. But like, there's a lot that's like your inspiration, like that, like your work ethic and like attitude has changed in the past like two years. And just like you're an inspiration, to a lot of people. And just, just by doing the podcast, like, like even I get that, like, I'm sure you guys do too. Like you inspire people along the way and just, just having these high quality guests on and just having like conversations with them. Like it really like gets you to like know the person, you know, you don't really like you may have met them in person. You may not. And like, you just really like get to that personal side that you really don't see from, from the, from the athletic side of things. That's part of the magic though, is like feeling like, you know, somebody, you know, like there's yeah. like in, in social media, like influencing one-on-one, if you're going to call it that, like, the name of the game is to get somebody to care. Like whether you're, you love me, you idolize me and like you want to buy tickets to my next game or you hate me and want to burn my house down. Like if you're either one of the two, like I've won because you care, you're an investor, you're going to watch maybe down the line, I convert you. Maybe you want to buy a shirt. You want to buy some Travis Perfolis, his promo code, Travis sucks. Any of that kind of stuff. Like being in the middle where like, you just don't care. Like, man, I'll move on. Like that's the worst. And like, there's something to be said too about like you post a video you share a podcast whatever and like the person on the receiving end feels that they know you on a personal level and like you even further bridge that gap by like responding to a dm and email coming on like your podcast or whatever like it's like i i hate the idea of because i've had it happen so many times to me is like you see somebody online that you like you're into their shit and like the worst decision you ever make is trying to get to know them or trying to understand them and you're like man like you're an absolute asshole you're a real dick you know like you don't give me the time of day it's all about you, 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 and you're just not a good human being. You know, like you don't care about people and just trying to bridge that gap to like build that relationship. Although in reality, like we don't have a relationship because like, I don't know you, you don't know me. I'm just on your iPhone or your Samsung or whatever you're you know, streaming yeah. on your iPad. But that's the, that's the name of the game. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just like, like you said, like you're just getting to know the other side of the person because like you don't see that because like it's all about that person, the like person you don't see really, really see personality on like the TV or anything. But like when you get into these conversations, like we're talking before the episode started, like you get to see that personality and it's all about like that personality and having people like learn your story and learn where you came from and just to get to where you are and just 
know, just think that you know them. And like, even I've had guys that I've had on the podcast that I didn't, haven't met. And then I, and then they come to Illinois and like, I go out to eat with them, like, just, just like meet them and just talk to them and they become good buddies of mine. It's just, it's crazy. Like what the, the podcast world and like the real world can bring, especially like if you guys have like a common, a common trait, like with hockey, with goaltending, like anything like that. That's the side note that kind of drives me nuts these days. Like, like in the last two years since the the COV, and we won't get into it too much because I don't like naming yeah. it, but like it's driven yeah. so many people apart, just for whatever reasons. But like the reality is, like if you disagree on a show like that, you're usually like one or two things away from like having a bond, having a connection. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you like hockey, I like hockey. I love McDonald's, you love McDonald's. Like you're into trains and ships, so much. Like you know what I mean? Like there's just so many like little small dinky little shit that like you can pick up on that can you know build a friendship build a connection with somebody and it's honestly as an adult like i've i've kind of you know gotten into that like that really gets me off yeah and it's just it's just goes a long way to say like everything that that like the podcast has become or everything life's become hockey like the world like you get so much closer with guys that you like have common traits with obviously and just having like a, a resource like this, a podcast, like it just like explains like the stories so, so differently than you could ever, you could ever explain to someone else. Well, you can't fit them in an eight minute vlog. I'll tell you that much. Sometimes you need that full 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And just, just going into the vlogs a little bit here too. Like what's it been like going to a new country in Sweden and Norway and just vlogging, vlogging with the team and everything and just, everything that comes with like the side of like the YouTube side of things uh, with combining it with hockey. You know, it's so nice about the, the European guys and specifically the Swedes, like the Swedes are so non-confrontational, like hockey over in Europe doesn't have like the same, like everybody's chirping, everybody's hitting that, that kind of like grit that North America has. Like everybody's like very laid back. So like, I have honest to God in two years of being here, never one time have I ever been chirped for a camera, for the vlog, for like, like I'm just, appreciated i'm treated like a normal average everyday joe as opposed to north america like every three seconds somebody's making a call man where's the camera they want their two minutes you know what i mean like the guys have just been yeah. very very nice and the thing that i like about it too in north america you see guys all the time like out and about vlogging but like in europe it's like a lot more uncommon so like when i go out in public and i have like my tripod my camera my microphone it's almost like a walking billboard because people see it and they're like what is he doing with that camera? Like, what's he going to do next? You know, like their eyes are like glued on you. And then I finished my spiel on the camera and then they're like, Oh, what do you do? Oh, I do YouTube videos. Here's my channel. Check it out. Like I went to an event. Uh, well, actually like the, the game that I was at in today's vlog with Wallstead, dude, I must've pocketed like 50 subscribers that day. Just cause like people are like, what are you doing with the camera? Oh, this is what I do. Like people are just open-minded to it. They don't see a lot of it. It's really honestly, really, really cool. Yeah, that that's awesome because you don't you wouldn't really expect that or you'd say like or like you'd expect just be like people like oh, oh what are you doing like in a bad way but like like in Europe like you like you said like it's different like your eyes get get glued or their eyes get glued to you because of that and then they're they're into what you're doing because you're like oh that's that's pretty cool and stuff like that and like check out your channel like it must be like a really good feeling like when you have subscribers and fans and fans come up to you and be like hey i watch your videos and like i really enjoy them or something like that especially at the at the games like like you were uh, with wall said there one of my favorite parts is uh especially when i'm with like other people or like boys on the team or guys that i know somebody comes up and it's like dude i watched uh, the last vlog it was awesome I'm like oh really you're gonna love the next vlog too i'll see you on monday you know always always upselling i i think the i think the, the best 
uh, getting recognized moment or whatever, it probably would have been like last year, like in Canada. So like, obviously, you know, in Canada, they, you know, they, they love their masks and their, their COVID restrictions and whatnot. Yeah. And so I, I walk into the grocery store, I go grocery shopping or whatever, pick up my shit. And I'm at the checkout line, guys, you know, just scanning everything through, running through the tail, like beep, beep, beep. Would you like to buy a MasterCard? No, uh, carry on. Would like to make a donation? No, I'm broke. Can you make a donation to me? No, I can't either. So he's just carrying on. And dude looks at me, he's like, dude, I love Monday's video. It was really good. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, Trap, I watch all your videos, dude. I love your videos. And I'm like, how do you even recognize me? He's like, dude, I recognize that mullet from aisle seven. I'm telling you. <laughs> You know, yeah. Pe- people dig the mullets, and they'll they'll notice <laughs> notice it whenever uh, whenever it's publicized on YouTube. Dude, I get grilled all the time. People are like get a haircut, you hippies. Time for dude. I've been growing the mullet before uh, the Rona. Like I I started growing this thing like mid 2019, and in 2020 it regained popularity. And 2021 it was the most popular haircut of the year. I was yeah. doing it before all of them. So all these guys coming out of the woodworks, like I got a mullet. I'm bringing it back, dude. Me and Larry Enticer, just going to send it Larry Enticer. We were cutting edge and Billy Ray. And just, uh, you're, you're the OG of the, of the new trend. Just look up Trav for Oilers on YouTube and you'll, you'll see 2019 Trav with the mullet bringing back that, bringing back that trend. Well, whoa, whoa, whoa. Started to grow it out in 2019. Started, so started, started to grow it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think by the end of 2019, we had like, like the wings that like good, like good sized wings come out of my hair. And then middle of 2020 like right after the the rona struck is when i when i made the first cut to you know go into a mullet and then august of 2020 we went full mullet and then just kind of like ever since then the back has just started to kind of come in actually i had it down to about here like a month ago and i was like you know what i gotta you know dial her back a bit it's getting a little bit out of control here so uh she's back uh in you know regular running order now yeah how many how many comments do you usually get about oh you should get your hair get your hair cut or or anything like that or get rid of the mullet Dude, there's a lot of comments like that. And part of me wants to keep it because it's good for the engagement. People keep commenting on it. But I think the best comment I ever saw that just, I, I couldn't help but like laugh. Some guy was trying to argue with me about how, uh, look at the NHL. Nobody in the NHL has a mullet, right? You can't be a high quality goaltender with a mullet. I'm telling you, mullets will kill your career. They, they kill any technical foundation. I'm thinking in my mind, like, okay, well, who, who in the NHL is bald? Okay, not many guys are bald. Who has a faded haircut? Who has a buzz cut? Who, you know what I mean? Like yeah. your hairstyle is is all personal. It, like my hair has nothing to do with me stopping pucks. If anything, it distracts people from stopping pucks. Yeah, and pe- people will just be uh, see the see the mullet out of the out of the bucket, and they'll be like, "Hey, that's a that's a pretty sick uh, sick deal." Oh yeah, we're letting her fly back there, buddy. What, dude, when I'm skating on the bench on that delayed penalty call, you see it bucking in the wind. She's flying. Yeah, and like I get the I get the same thing with my hair. Like everyone's like, you should cut, you should cut it. It's way too long. But it's like I like the, I like the flow out of the out of the bucket. So that's what it's all about. So the, the flow out of the oh, bucket. Well, and also I don't have an employer or anything to answer to, so I can just let it go as long as I want. If I had yeah. an employer, I probably have to cut it. Yeah, exactly. And people are like, oh, you should cut it. It's too long. It's too long. I'm like, I just got to let it fly in the in the bucket. And like when I when I skate, like you can see that thing that thing bopping. Like that's that's all that really matters. Oh yeah, take the helmet off, give it a little little Prince Charming shimmy shake. Absolutely, put some water in, water in it and shake shake it no, all. No, out. no, 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 dude, you need the volume. Keep the volume, no water. No, I'll keep, well, I'll I'll learn from that one. I'll I'll not I won't do that from now on. No water on the ice in the hair, head and shoulders, none of that two in one shit. You got to do shampoo and conditioner. No shampoo, conditioner, two in one. You can't do that shit. You kill it all. Hair hair one hundred and one with Trav. 
There we, there we go. My morning routine video will be coming in spring of 2022. Stay tuned. <laughs> when when is it going to be released, or is it just sometime in the spring? An everyday thing, man. It's a lifestyle. There's there's no routine video coming. It's just a lifestyle. You got to live it. You got to embrace it, or you don't. What what is Trav's uh, hair hairstyle routine though? Oh, dude, I wash this shit once a week. Uh, actually, today was my my washing hair day. Um, comb it three times a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Give it a little comb. Um, I don't know. That's about it. I, you know, I check it out regularly. I'm like, oh, does it look good in the mirror? You know, oh, yeah, 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 it looks pretty good. It's about it. Pretty simple. Yeah, always, always, always got to make sure it's it's looking good whenever whenever you get in front of the mirror. That's that's the thing that you're gonna be looking at. Just gotta look good for check. the ladies. Yeah, just keep her in check. Keep her keep her tight. Make sure you know the woman's happy. Make sure mom's not too disgruntled. She's not gonna be happy no matter what you do. But you gotta try to win over a few people along the way. Yeah, absolutely, and that that's what it's all about is winning winning over people for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you've visited a ton of places over the last year, a ton of countries, especially Sweden, and Norway. Like, and you your love for ships, ships, boats, and trains are are prominent especially in your your videos like what what goes into like what started that that like thing for boats ships and uh and and trains dude i get like 30 milligram rock hard just thinking about this shit like that there's i you know i think it's something along the lines of like whether we're talking on a ship plane uh train whatever it is is like it's a man-made moving object that takes you on a journey from one place to another from point a to point b but along a to b is a journey itself, as well as the final destination. Like for me, a plane is exciting because it, it gets you to Sweden, it gets you back home, right? Or whatnot, yeah. or a train, like it, it stretches out that journey to, you know, create its own adventure along the ways, you know, ships too. Like I just, I find it so fascinating. Also just the fact that like that ship moves, you know what I mean? Like you have, like in, in the last vlog in Norway, you have this ferry thing that is, uh, you know, a hundred feet in the air, you know, 150 feet high, like a, just a massive boat and like, you eat, sleep, drink, you know, all that kind of stuff. You have party, you have pools on the ship. You're in a pool. There's a pool in the pool on the pool on the ship, you know, and that thing floats and it moves at like 40 kilometers. And like, it just it blows my mind. And I, I think too, it's just in film, like you really, you want moving things, like things that move kind of, you know, um, put into context, like a time, you know, like, yeah. uh, like clouds moving, the sun moving, the train moving, cars moving, any of that kind of stuff. It, it puts into perspective. And I just thought that that's a, really cool way to do it you know in, in that area too of norway there isn't really any trains just like buses and ships and i'm like well buses kind of suck so we'll go with the ship boom yeah and it's just it's crazy to think about all that stuff and like how much it weighs and then you put like a little engine or a little motor in it and how how it's able to move from point a to point b like you said and how like a plane's able to get up from like everything that like how heavy and how it's all pretty much made of metal and all that and like it's amazing how all that is able to just move from point A to point B. Think about that. Like in the course of like, let's say a year, how many how many bad things happen on planes? Maybe like one, maybe two. Yeah. And how many millions of like, maybe even billions of flights take off every single year? Like just the fact that like it goes from zero, it gains speed so fast, it picks up, it goes into the air, it hovers at you know 20, 30, 40,000 feet, goes for an hour, two hours, 10 hours, you know, 12 hours, depending on how far you're going. And then it comes down, boom you're at your destiny like that that shit just fascinates me yeah absolutely it's it's crazy to think about how how long would you be uh just sitting at doing time lapses of of the ferries and the boats that pass in uh in norway 
Dude, that clip um, of me on the bridge, like talking about yeah. the, the planes or the, the ships. At that point, I was literally sit, like standing on that bridge for two hours. Like I, I got up first thing in the morning. I walked down there like right at, at you know dark. I started doing like a, a time lapse of just like nothing. The you know the ship comes through. I do my pieces, and I, and I was there for like two hours, freezing my ass off. And I had to walk back. Like it all depends like what I'm what I'm waiting for. Like uh, I, I went like I call it train chasing today. Like to try to grab some clips of some trains. Sometimes I'll sit there for like just for an hour. You know, the car is off. I'll just put the camera on the or the tripod on the roof of the car, you know, on the grass. I'll just sit there. I'll just wait, patient, you know. Yeah, people are probably like, what the fuck is this guy doing? But just in, admiring all the all the ships and the boats and what, what makes it move from point A to point B. Dude, look at my Instagram story today. When I was asking for help with the live stream of the game, you saw like I was blocking the road. People are like, what is going on? He's blocking the car, you know, the road. It's a one-way road. And he's got the tripod on top. Like, what is this bonehead doing? Lady, I'm working. I'm working here. That's what I'm doing. Getting, getting, that, getting that money, getting paid. It's all, it's all you're doing. That's, that's one way to word it. Yeah, exactly. And like, so you've you've took a plane with your hockey gear. You've took a, a train with your hockey gear. Now you got to go on a, on a boat with your hockey gear and, and take you somewhere with it. Dude, I, I was literally just on the phone with, uh, with with Rob from Butt Ends. I was on the phone with him like a half hour ago talking to him about like travel and stuff. And I was like, I've always been fascinated by the ships and I've never been on, on a, a true ship. Like, yeah, you've been on a ferry going here and there, but that doesn't yeah. really count. And I was like, what if I, like, what, like looking into like a, you know, a long distance ferry, like a transatlantic. And I'm like, looking, I'm looking, I'm like, okay, you're up to USA. I don't need anything fancy because I know that some of those can run you up like twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 in the yeah. seven days. Uh, you know, Sweden, UK, London to, you know, New York is like 3000 euro. And I'm like, holy dude, I will never be able to afford that trains and planes. It is. Yeah. So where is your, where's the, like your dream, your dream place to take from a boat from point A to point B? Like where, where do you want to go? I mean, if we're just talking on like convenience, I'd love to go from like Gothenburg or uh, Stockholm to, I guess New York, because then New York, I can take a train back home to Canada or, um, I don't know, uh, Vancouver. I, I want to end up in Vancouver. I really love Vancouver. So, uh, yeah, probably Gothenburg to Vancouver, Stockholm to Vancouver would be kind of nice if, if that was possible. I don't even know if you'd do that real, because you got you to gotta go up around the Arctic and then back around yeah. Asia and then come to Vancouver. So that could be a little bit of a, of a milk run, but, you know, you probably got nothing else to do in that time anyway, so might as well. Yeah, my you could just you could just party on the party on the ship while you're at it and just have have a good time. Forget about where you're going. That's, until, well, that's why they got the party rooms. There. They got the pools and everything. They got they got everything. They got a casino in there. They got everything you need. Yeah, like there's been shifts where there's like there's you you see like three pools. Like they get like a video game room, a casino. Like it's it's crazy what you could put on a ship and have it still have it still move and move well. Yeah, dude. Like uh, I've, I've been talking to. Um... Uh, it's like MHH, uh, you know, goaltending hockey. It's basically yeah. the goalie school that Curtis McElhaney works with. Yeah. And uh, and talking to one of the guys about maybe doing something in like Colorado this summer because I'm, I'm trying to plan, like in in just just trying to keep a, a plan open for the summer if Canada goes into like a you know COVID crazy lockdown again because like yeah. I can't do another summer like that. And I was like, man, like to come into Colorado would be kind of cool. But like, what if I did by train? I'm I'm looking at Amtrak, like to go from like San Francisco to Colorado. Uh, you know, spend some time with, uh, you know, Mac and, and those guys and then head down to Chicago, Chicago to New York and then go down to Florida for the summer and whatnot. I got like a, you know, some stuff lined up there in Florida, like just taking the whole train across to the U.S. would be really, really, really cool. I know I'm not a train travel blogger, but I just, I'm fascinated by it, man. If, if I could stop doing hockey videos and be a train travel blogger, I'd do that today. Sign me up. 
Where's the paycheck? <laughs> Trav's gonna Trav's not gonna record on anything hockey related. It's just gonna be train related now. Dude, I, I was thinking about that today. Like you saw my, I don't know if you saw like the reel that I posted on that hot dog yesterday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Dude, that thing that did like a hundred thousand views on TikTok like in one day. And I'm like, man, maybe I should just quit hockey vlogging. And you know what I mean? Like I'm a hockey guy. I post hockey yeah. videos and a video on a fucking hot dog does more views than, than half the stuff I put. Like, you know, it's wild. It's crazy. It's the mo- most basic things that get the, get the most views. And you don't, you, I, I don't even know how to explain it. Cause some of those, some of those things that get, that get TikTok famous like that and all that is just like stupid stuff. And it's just somehow it, people like that. Dude, it's a lottery. Like literally I, I was describing it to somebody today. It's literally, you put your money in and your money is in the form of like video content. And you know, you, you pull the switch and you, you're going to find out if you won the lottery. It might take a week. It might take a couple of days. Like both of my TikToks that hit over a million views. I got two of them right now. Both of them did well out of the gate, you know, like 10,000 views, 5,000 views. And then they just sat there for a day or two, like just no views. And all of a sudden, boom, phone is just having a seizure, like views, comments, likes, all this stuff. And it just goes from there. Like, it's crazy how the TikTok algorithm works. If only YouTube was like that. YouTube is so stiff. You never know what's going to work anymore. Yeah, absolutely. It's crazy how technology has come throughout throughout the last few years, even like decades, even. And it's just a cra- crazy how it's, how it's evolved from where it was like maybe 2010 to where it's at 2021 now well, dude we're on a video call right now to a podcast i think about that that wasn't happening in 2012 yeah. that was it, not even 2015 2016 it wasn't even happening it's crazy tough it, it, tough with the connections and all that kind of stuff so it's crazy where we're at yeah absolutely and you you were talking about that the train trip from like san francisco to new york but are you going to do any like hockey trips throughout that time in the summer? Or are you just going to yeah, focus dude. on training in Canada or wherever you're, where, wherever you're able to, honestly? You know, I got a lot of things to kind of take into consideration. Like first off, like my woman back home, like she's been like really, really supportive. And like, I haven't seen her like, I guess coming up on six months now. So I gotta, I gotta spend some time with her at some point. Like I, I owe her that time because yeah. she's just been so good to me and supportive. So I don't know when I'm going to go home. But at some point, I will have to. And I was planning maybe like a month, two months at home-ish. Obviously, like, I, I've told her this a million times. Like, it all depends on, like, what Canada's doing for COVID. Because, like, after spending, you know, I spent, I guess, five, four, five, six months in Canada. Like, right at the beginning of the pandemic when it wasn't really bad. And then I go to Sweden. I get, like, 100% of my life back. You know, they, they shut hockey down towards the end, which wasn't too bad. And then I come to Canada for nine months where it's just, like, like yeah. you can't leave your house without the cops showing up. Like, Dude, literally, when I hopped on the plane to come back here, I was like, I am not doing that shit anymore anytime soon. Like, like I, I love my woman. I love my family. But, like, I am in zero rush to, you know, come home. Like, when they, like, COVID tests, like, 250 300 bucks each just to go home, the cost of flights. I was like, nope, I am not going home for Christmas. I will stay here, and I will enjoy my life. I will come home when the time is right. But, um, so, that that's kind of playing a little bit of a role. And also, like, summer training-wise, like, just, like, on a – like on like a financial basis like i don't make a lot of money like i said like doing youtube and like having no ice for like three or four months like try making a hockey vlog without hockey it's tough you know what i mean so like when you have the rinks and everything shut down it's really really hard to do both just on a physical perspective and like just like on like my mental health of like dude i want to do this i want to play hockey i want to create i want to share my love and i can't do that like so i'm not going to do that again uh this year Mm -hmm. so I'm thinking, at least what I'm thinking in my mind is, you know, spend some time with, you know, CMAC in Colorado if things go well. But we're still finalizing some details for that, trying to, you know, make a plan. Um, 
but yeah, do, do that for like a couple weeks, maybe three weeks, maybe a month in Colorado. It'd be really, really cool. Uh, Rob from Bud Ends was going to join me. I haven't seen him in two years. Yeah. Um, so do like a little road trip. He's got some stuff to do down in Chicago, um, New York, and then Florida is where I really want to go. Cause like Florida is like Sweden of North America. Yeah. Um, God bless Ron DeSantis. <laughs> Not to get political. Again, I know I keep saying that, but fuck. God bless Florida. And then um, I, I got a, a pro training group, but actually like a bunch of NHL shooters that uh, like train with this like, group of guys. Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, that'd be great for my game, especially like yeah. um, this this deal in Hogesen in Norway. Actually, believe it or not, probably them shutting things down may have actually been the best thing possible because I got to see the level. I got to do what I wanted to do. And now I yeah. know what I need to do to, to adjust. And there's a possibility they might bring me back as like the third string goalie for the rest of the season come middle of January, like when they, they're supposed Ooh. to reopen, if they do reopen. Yeah. And if I do that, I got three months, my tryout. And then from there, I can work on all summer on that stuff and then come back. So that could be a really, really good opportunity, especially working with really high level guys like in Florida with the you know, NHL players. So um, my summer plans are all up in the air as far as that goes. But, you know, train will be a staple that I really want to take the train. I really want to go to some cool places and, um, Miss my family too, man. But like as much as I don't want to go home, I do miss my family. Yeah, I feel like that's the hardest part is just missing your family and your girl and everything like that. And like that's the most important thing, especially with the support system that they bring and like just having like family there. Like it really does help with everything from your your mental standpoint and like everything from getting from like them knowing what you're doing is what is because you love it and like them them supporting like supporting you doing that like that's huge well also too like so like my woman's a massage therapist like my mom's a teacher my dad he's retired he worked the railway for 40 years i think that's where the train love comes from but um like like this is my job like my options were you know go to sweden go to play keep making the videos work on the podcast and actually like make money and not go broken and you'll file for bankruptcy and eat out of a box or go play hockey you know so like in my mind, I see it as like, I'm here to work and I'm here to get shit done for the time being. Cause yeah. like, I don't, I don't know what else I would do. Like if I had to get a real job today, I don't know what I would do. Honestly. Yeah. Maybe go work in a kitchen or a bakery. Cause like I have a culinary background, but I have no idea actually. Yeah. Probably, probably bakery. I love, I love bacon. Yeah. What, what got in your, into your love for, for baking? Like I know you have a culinary background <laughs> from, from your vlogs and everything that, that you just said, but like what, what makes you love to bake food? Like what's your favorite thing to bake as well? This is a true story. No bullshit. So when I was in high school, I was in grade 10 and they give you the option in Canada for like grade 11. If you want, you can just ditch high school altogether and do a full year of like, um, of like, of like trade school, like plumbing, automotive, all that kind of stuff. And, uh, my, my best friend in high school at the time, um, haven't talked to him in a couple of years at this point in time, but like, you know, back then we're like really tight and we're like, you know what? we learn how to cook and bake, dude, we can get some like serious pussy. Like I'm serious, man. If we learn, like we could really, you know, bring it home. So we signed up and day one going to, uh, you know, class, I'm sitting in like the, the culinary uh, library or whatever, like in the, the room. And I'm like, where the hell are you? You know, like I'm texting. I'm like, dude, like, where are you? Where are you? I'm waiting for you? He's like, oh, I'm here right now. I'm like, we're not. Turns out he signed up for baking instead. So he signed up for baking. I signed up for culinary school. Um, and then, so we did the year or whatever at the end, I needed to get a job for the summer to actually pay for some gear. I needed like a new yeah. chest protector, new sticks. So I was like, I need a job. I'll do culinary. And then I ended up doing that for like, you know, three years while I was playing hockey and I did a year of baking. So all together, I got like four years, like, you know, as an apprentice under my belt. And, uh, yeah, I, I tell everybody like, you want me to cook you someone? I can cook you just about whatever you want within reason. 
Yeah, that that's awesome. Like just how you get into baking. Like, what's your favorite thing to bake? Like, if you had to make one thing for the rest of your life, like what would you make? What would you bake? Am, am I eating or am I giving it to people? Let's let's do eating first, and then you could give it to someone. Ooh, um, baking. Honestly, I really enjoy desserts that aren't sweet. Like, it, I don't know if that makes sense. Like, my favorite thing about like Swedish desserts compared to North American, like a North American, you get a cinnamon bun. It's like loaded with caramel, yeah. sugar, cream, like just like you're getting diabetes and like half your bun loaded with all the shit. Oh, the works give give you everything in there: whipped cream, ice cream, you know, toasted peanuts, toffee, caramel sauce, the cream cheese, like everything. And then as opposed to like in Europe, where it's just like really not that sweet like it's like they don't like a lot of sugar like sugar is really expensive here and it's just like they, they consider pastries as a way to like engage with somebody like i got our coffee and a pastry now we're having a conversation for the next 10 minutes while i drink my coffee and finish my pastry as opposed to i'm eating it to enjoy it and i like the sugar because yeah. i like eating fat you know so i would probably say a swedish um uh canel boule or cardamom boule. it's basically a cinnamon bun or a cardamom bun they're really 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 good um and so that's what i would eat as far as baking goes, dude, I love making donuts. Making donuts is one of my favorite things. Like a Boston cream donut. I'm, my Boston creams are tight, dog. My, my game is airtight. Boston cream donuts. Cool. When when you come to Chicago, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to bake one bake one in a, a Boston cream donut for me. Hey, you pick me up at the Amtrak train station, <laughs> Union Station, downtown Chi Town. We'll go to the store, grab some stuff, whip them up real good. <laughs> Sounds like a plan to me for sure just yeah. what what's your favorite what's your favorite kind of donut like if you had to like if you go to the store and pick one out like what what flavor are you getting dude i'm going boston cream because like a lot of places are really hit and miss but sometimes you'll find a place where like the custard isn't really that sweet and the chocolate isn't super sugary and the dough is actually kind of nice yeah and you, you get that like european vibe of a pastry and then other times you go like a tim hortons and it's just like sugar everywhere sugar here sure there it's like no nah, i'm i'm good that's that's enough for me you know like you're a quarter done you're like all right I'm done for the day for eating. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And like, what, what, what's Tim Hortons like, uh, compared to like the coffee or like whatever coffee shops in Sweden compared to Tim Hortons? Oh yeah. So yeah, I guess in the U S you don't have them unless you live in Columbus, but yeah. like, Tim Hortons, the best comparison I would say is like run your dishwater and save some of the water, put like a couple of cubes of sugar and cream in there. And that's what Tim Hortons coffee tastes like. It's very comparable, very similar actually. Um, <laughs> no dude sweden in sweden like they're um they're, they're totally opposite like the first day or first couple of days i got here last year i go to a coffee shop yeah can i get a double double the lady looks at me like she you know i had like three heads and i'm like double double what's that uh two cream two sugar she's like we have whipped cream I'm like, okay sure put some of that shit in there so she puts some whipped cream i stir it in there like it's normal cream and then i'm starting to like think like maybe we should try drinking like a swede and then you get the oat milk mixed in there you get the almond milk the soy milk you get you know, agave syrup, you know, honey, all that kind of stuff instead of real sugar. And like, dude, now I'm at the point where like, dude, dairy out of my diet. I don't have coffee or cream in the coffee, like sugar. Like, dude, for the last, like literally since I got here in August, just honey and maple syrup all the time. Like no, no white sugar, no brown sugar. It's actually kind of nice. Yeah, it's not, that's not bad. And like, it's, it's probably way better than that, way better for you than whatever, whatever else they put in that stuff. Yeah. Like the process sugar, like, it, it's a little bit pricier obviously but like i do yeah. i feel so much better like i've I, dude here's a little insight for you a little exclusive for you to tell you about the vlog oh. so i always put clips of me burying fast food or unhealthy shit because it gets every keyboard warrior who is a nutritional specialist you know they, they've studied medicine for the last five years in their basement and they know what's really good for you and what's not they come out of the woodworks and try to tell you about what's going on like like 
Pat Shea and I were FaceTiming the other day, or no, it's probably like a couple months ago. And he's like, dude, I just went on a bender for the last three days where I only ate ice cream, he tells me. Pat's like one of the, like, the most ripped human beings you'll ever be. Mm-hmm. Just buried cookies and cream ice cream for like three days. He's like, check this out, dude. I bought vanilla ice cream. He's got some Oreos and he's like mixing it in the bowl. He's like, I'm my own like Cold Stone Creamery over here. And like people see that, they're like, you can't eat like that. But like, look how Pat looks. Like Pat mm-hmm. is eating ice cream, but he's intelligent about how he's going about it. He exercised the right way. He's counting. Yeah. I like to think he's counting his calories. Like you put that shit in like the keyboard warriors and the internet trolls go off as opposed to like, dude, if I put me eating like a salad or like something like really healthy, nobody comments on it. Everybody's like boring. Nobody cares yeah. about lettuce, dude. You'll make friends with salad. Yeah. Everyone, everyone be like, this is, this is boring, like boring, boring content there. And like they, but like when you, like you said, like when you do get like fast food, like McDonald's and sweet and all that, like that's when everyone's like, Oh, you're not, this is why your performance is going downhill and like this and that and that and like you're but like in reality like you're you're just posting that to get those keyboard warriors like to comment and like you're just you're eating healthy as as well as eating what what you want with uh that fast food as well well and to clarify too like it's not like i'm going out seven days a week to eat mcdonald's for the, the purpose of use like i'm every single time that i go if i'm going once a week every two weeks Every time I go, I'm filming that and I'm saving it for the next vlog because it'll get people to come out of the woodworks. Like it, people want to leave their comments, but it's just like, dude, like you're uneducated. Like, like in all seriousness, like people are uneducated. They don't understand. Like you see these people online who claim to be vegan, but it's like, dude, you're 250 pounds. Like how, like, think about this for a sec. How the fuck can you possibly be 250 pounds when you claim to only eat vegetables? Like how? Yeah. Explain this to me, how this is logical. That, possible. that does not make any advice. sense. That yeah that that does not make any any sense at all because it's like you have to eat some some meat or something like that just to gain that muscle and gain that gain gain weight for that like well, that, not even that not even that like, they probably are following a vegan diet but like yeah. that ice cream you bought at the store is vegan because there's no actual dairy it's just sugar and processed shit the cake you bought is vegan because there's no eggs there's no dairy it's just straight up flour and sugar and oil and water you know like people are just so. And like, dude, I got a lot of shit to learn too. Like I'm, I'm not an yeah. expert. I've, you know, I went to culinary school, so I know how to make the stuff, but like everything yeah. else I've learned on my own. I've, I've gained knowledge from other people who are more knowledgeable than me, but it's like, dude, like some people are just so uneducated. Like they don't understand. Like I, I got this video actually coming out um, in January or February. I'm kind of going to contradict myself. So like Jamie Phillips, my boy, I'm a nutritional specialist, Winnipeg Jets, Manitoba Moose guy. He's a nutritional guy. And we came up with this idea over the summer. I'm going to eat McDonald's for seven days straight. And we're going to film it. And we've done it. We've, we've, we've done the whole thing at this point in time. The video is complete. So I'm curious if anybody can pick up at what point in the vlog uh, that happened. But that will be a full video coming probably in January, maybe February. Uh, McDonald's for seven days straight. Here's how I performed. And every keyboard warrior nutritionist, every expert on Instagram is going to come and tell me how this was a terrible decision. Uh, that that's fine. That's gonna be that's gonna be a good video for sure. And uh, check out check out Jamie Phillips' nutritional book. On the spot gets you twenty five dollars off. Just just saying. Oh yeah, wait. We gotta hawk the code. We got a code. Where's the code? Yeah, on the spot. Just oh, on, on the spot on code. The spot. Sorry, yeah. sorry. We got twenty five bucks yeah. off for Philly's book. Yep. Let's go. Yep. So uh, there's uh there's my uh, sponsored clout there. But uh, side note, uh, he is selling the same diet that he gave me for the uh, McDonald's challenge. He's selling it for ten thousand dollars if anybody wants to buy it. Game <laughs> used Trav uh, diet plan. Game game used. We're worth every penny of it. Worth every Not penny. Authenticated, but it is game used. <laughs> Absolutely, and just going into uh, 
like nutrition a little bit here like what is what is like what do you what do you eat in like a day when like like on a game day like what what do you tend to eat on on a game day okay okay so here's an exclusive you won't see this in the vlog because nobody gives a shit but uh usually i don't eat until like at least 11 maybe 12 every single day i just find like when i don't eat first in the morning you know you come down you get some water in you, bury some water, bury some greens, like a greens mix or whatever, yeah. uh, you know, coffee or whatnot. Like it just, the, the hunger goes away and your body accepts like, Hey, I don't need to eat every 30 seconds and become yeah. like a, you know, quarter pounder with cheese vegan who's 300 pounds. Like, and it's just like, it spaces things out a little bit better too. So like, I'll probably wake up. I mean, it depends on the day, maybe seven, eight, nine, depending on what's going on. I'll have my, like I said, water, greens, coffee. And then around 11 or 12, I'll have like a protein oatmeal. And I've, I've dialed in the recipe. I've actually got this coming up as real probably sometime next week or TikTok. Um, so just like oats, oat milk, water, uh, maple syrup, protein powder, and uh, chia seeds or flax seeds, whatever I got going on, stuff like that. And then um, that'll be a good like 700 calories, just like you know, 60 grams of protein, a lot of protein in there too. Um, and just bury that first thing in the morning or first thing in the morning you want to call yeah. it that and then uh dude i've been loving tofu casey's tofu gets a bad rap man my tofu quesadilla game is tight like a little bit of cheese tofu peppers corn oh. barbecue sauce crispy tortilla that crispy tortilla is the key in that melted cheese man you get that shit done right you get it done you'll be rolling so yeah tofu quesadilla that's about 1200 calories by the time we're all said and done big meal too fills you up um dinner is kind of all over the place like dinner is what i got going like whatever i have on the hand like it might be like for the last little bit i've been really into soups so like you know nice little tomato basil soup you know broccoli and cheddar soup you know yeah. uh uh what like a butternut squash soup or i got some really good butternut squash soup like stuff like oh. that or you know uh, like a nice roast uh chicken dinner um you know poached eggs on toast with uh, avocado that, i've been doing that the last couple of weeks that's been really good uh, poached soft if anybody likes eggs done anything over soft get out of here i don't want to hear from you if you like over hard or you know poached hard like get the yeah out of here dude um but yeah dude it's kind of all over the place you usually finish the night with some greens some water yeah i probably bury like three or four teas and coffees throughout the day big coffee big tea drinker and then um mixing a snack dude i love those kex chocolate bars every now and then they're good um i love the pastries here in sweden like the like chocolate croissants i've really been into those recently um they're really good uh the cinnamon buns the cardamom buns all that kind of stuff they flew out really really tight pastries yeah that that all sounds really really good and it's, it's making me everybody's gonna right listen to that they're gonna ignore everything i said about the protein oatmeal in the case it is <laughs> and just say trav loves chocolate croissants he's really been in lately that fat bastard <laughs> they're, that lard <laughs> they're gonna pick the the worst thing that that's that you said and they're gonna they're gonna just roast you for it yeah they're gonna joe rogan me on cnn yeah absolutely and just uh I want to use this last part of the of the podcast to talk about your podcast, Slaying the Biscuit. So, like, yep. what's uh, what were what were the origins behind behind Slaying the Biscuit? I know you and Pat started it, what like a year and a half ago or something like that. About nine months ago. Wow, it's been, been a while so far. Yeah. So, like, how's yeah. what what started and like what get, made you guys come together and just create Slaying the Biscuit? Yeah. Well, Pat and I knew each other. Well has it been about three years two yeah but two and a half three years like we we met we've known each other we've we've been in touch and whatnot and i think he asked me to did he he might have asked me to come on his podcast like two years ago i did it one time and then he asked me to do it again it might have been a second time it might have been the first time i, I can't remember but he had me on um 
in December of uh, 20 or might've been January 21. Yeah. We did the podcast and he's like, dude, like this is the, this is really good. It's going to do well. I, you know, put up some good numbers. I got a lot of messages from like a bunch of like legit, um, like pro goalies, uh, college goalies. When I listened to his shit, they were like, dude, that was a pretty tight interview. I hope to hear more from you. I'm like, Oh, okay. Planted the seed in my head. And then Canada went back into like a full on lockdown and like March and whatnot. And I was just like, dude, I need something to do. I can't vlog. You want to do a podcast? Sure. So we did it as April Fool's, kind of as like a troll job. But like, hey, like it's not an April Fool's, April 1st kind of thing. But like we are starting on April 1st. And that's what started the every Thursday thing. And then we've been going for nine months. So this week will be episode 40, the viewer special tomorrow. Um, yeah, that, that's been it. Like the, the podcast has really kind of evolved. Like we've been kind of trying to find, I would say like the first 15 episodes we really try to kind of find our footing like what podcast are we who are we as podcasters and then we kind of settled in a little bit like we're not you know a podcast that's bullshitting you for an hour yeah. an hour and a half for an interview followed by another 45 minutes and we're not spitting chicklets for any that kind of stuff like we're just kind of somewhere we're, we're kind of a mix i think of all the podcasting styles like we'll bring on a guest but it's not a guest interview it's a guest co-host like yes for wallstead is co-hosting soon the biscuit with us we're not interviewing him although we are interviewing him he's a part of the podcast or yeah. whoever so we try to integrate people in we try to have some good conversations we're not like dude there's nothing i hate more than that bullshit answer like oh tell me what it's like playing you know in the shl and the nhl oh great we got pucks deep we got you know we got them really hemmed in their zone two points like dude i, I want to kill myself two points, get out of there and dude, dude i'm on suicide watch listen to that shit every time like, I, I don't watch nhl interviews and nobody does like Let's talk about the real shit. You get your initial contract. What was the first thing you bought with it? Okay, dude, you're the most ripped guy on the planet. What are you doing for your abs? Your hair? What's the hair routine? You two and one? Are you a head and shoulders? You know, kind of guy? You sell some blue? You got dandruff? What are you doing? Like, what's your your thing? It's like, we just want to have an honest conversation, get to know people and like show the side of an athlete that like isn't seen. You know what I mean? And yeah. also in the sense too, like, like I, we talked about like right before we started recording, like I, I love spitting chiclets. Like chiclets is a really good podcast. Like, a, like especially like the old stuff, like two, three years ago was like really, really like that really got me excited to listen to chiclets. But like, we're, we're not looking for that locker room vibe talking about, you know, kill stories and you know, like drug stories. When I, like, we just want like an honest, genuine conversation you'd have with a guy at the grocery store, you know, at dinner, yeah. at, you know, in the locker room on the ice that just, you know, buddy to buddy kind of conversation. There might be the occasional story like that that leaks its way in there, but we just want to, you know, like the podcast is called, we, we sling the biscuit with you. We sling that biscuit around and we take you for a full ride, 45 minutes every Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern. Yeah, there, there's the there's the plug there that we that we always <laughs> want. But uh, yeah, would you say like that's one of your like favorite parts of having the podcast is just bringing out that uh, that other side that you don't see athletes bring just having that having that personality side to it? Yeah, dude, that's Pat's favorite. Pat. Pat Pat tells me about that every single week. He's like, dude, I love this podcast this week because we get to really show the personality of this guy. We get to show this. We get to show that. Like, like I, I would agree the personality is key because it gets people to really bind you as a person because you can't really show that personality in vlog format. Yeah. Um, I, I think just being able to share a genuine conversation, like nothing forced, nothing edited. Like we edit a few things like just for audio yeah. sake. And if you know somebody says something incriminating and that kind of shit, it doesn't happen very often unless you work at TSN mm -hmm. and you're on the podcast. But we just, you know, we just let it fly. You know, we let it, let it go, let her buck. Yeah, that, that's awesome. That's all that, that's what people want to see is just that other side because they see, they, they see the sport and them playing and then the, the answers that like you have to like censor sometimes. And then you come on podcasts and like you can just hear their story here, just have a conversation with them and just hear their, 
how how they are personally and just how they're interacting with you and just it's a whole lot different than what what everyone's used to you know let me change my answer we are the podcast that encapsulates everything that gets said in the post-game interviews after the Stanley Cup is handed out but we do that every week at Thursday it's not like a one-time thing yeah, that's a, that's a great, that's a great answer to that. And it's just, just podcasting helps with that. And like, it's, it's just so, it's so much fun creating podcasts, especially when you get those, those good guests on. And like that leads me into my next question. Like who's been your favorite, your favorite guest on the podcast so far? Yeah. I know we talked about before the, we started recording, yeah. but dude, yes, yes, for Wallstead. And that guy is like such a beauty. I was I was telling Pat this, and I don't know if I should be putting this on the podcast or not, but I guess we'll, we'll say it anyway. Like, I think that got me the most excited about Wallstead was just he's never been to an NHL development camp because of COVID, so he hasn't been poisoned by the NHL marketing people, the NHL management. Like, don't say this, don't say that. Watch your social media. Be very careful about who you affiliate with. Don't like yeah. this tweet. Don't like that tweet. Like, he's just natural. Right. He comes on our podcast. He's talking about how he's, he told his parents, you know, like I'm, I'm quitting school in grade eight, mom. I, I have it. You know, I, I have it, you know, like he, he wants to blow his money on a jacked up Ram truck and a nice Ram truck. The first, you know, when he gets his NHL paycheck, cause he's, you know, that's what he wants in Minnesota. Like the, yeah. he, the dude is just authentically himself. And I told Pat after we recorded, and I still stand behind this. That's going to be the greatest interview you ever hear from me as for Wallstead. Because once he goes to NHL development camp in the spring uh, and then, you know, real camp in the fall, you will not get that anymore. You're going to get the cliche bullshit answers. And like, there's been a couple guys we've had on the podcast that kind of, you know, do those answers, but that's fine. But like, that's not somebody we want to have on the podcast. So, and also the fact that like he's a 20th overall pick dude, this guy is going to make so much yeah. money in the NHL one day. He's going to be playing games. Like they're talking about him being the MVP for the world junior tournament this year. And we were had him on the podcast two weeks or two months ago. And here's the coolest thing. I, and again, I know we talked about all this before I started recording, but you know, for the podcast sake, I put up a video today, you know, filming uh, his warmups, the in-game stuff uh, for the world junior game that his uh, teammate, Cali Klein hooked me up for, by the way, these guys have been hooked me up with tickets and whatnot. They're really great guys. And the guy's starting tonight for Sweden and Russia. Biggest game of his life. Biggest start of his life, you could say, for you know being a 20 bomb yeah. for the World Juniors. And he's in the premiere for my YouTube, my stupid YouTube video that you know just had some iPhone clips. And he's replying to people, thank you so much for the support. Thank you. Go Sweden. Uh, I'm really excited to, to you know play for Sweden. Just you know, engaging with people. You know, he was even talking about the Trapezoid out, you know, putting the Trapezoid in you know, screwed up his, his hockey trajectory because he's such a good puck hammer, which is true. Yeah. Like he's taken that time on the day of the biggest start of his life. So like that alone, I, I was already the biggest fan in the world, dude. I'm, I'm an even bigger fan now because like he's just a real dude. He's just a real yeah. guy. He's just an honest, authentic dude. Just a guy that wants to, just wants to talk, have a conversation, just, just explore, just exploit everything that he, that he's able to, and that he will do. He loves the game, dude. That's that's the yeah. thing. I love the game. You love the game. And he loves the game, and it's just someone a universal truth that we all have in common. And he's just a a really really great guy. Like we like we we don't have guests that that keep it casual. Like we we talk to everybody before we bring them on. Like if you're if you want to keep it casual, you know you can go uh, you know to a CBC or a TSN podcast. Like we're 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 having a real conversation. No bullshit here. You know. Yeah, absolutely, so, and just. How's how's Sweden gonna do in the World Juniors this year? Like they they have a game gold. coming up and we're going in for a gold few, baby. in a few minutes. Oh yeah, it's we're going, going for gold. 
Dude, I, even my dad's is gonna be MVP. Dude, even my dad's calling me a traitor. He's like, "How could you not cheer for Canada?" I'm like, "Nobody from Canada is coming to my podcast." Costa, Sebastian Costa, ice my DM. I DM him. I'm like, "You want to come on the podcast?" Nothing. Crickets. Wallstead rescheduled twice on our own cancellation. We we fucked up. We had to cancel on him. Well, at least one time, and then he came on. So, man, God bless Sweden. And then Cali Klang, his uh, his backup, you know, fellow countryman, yeah. dude's rocking the Traspec Pro laces, dude. Like, and, and the dude reached out. He's like, dude, got it gotta, on. dude, he's like, I gotta try the Traspec Pro laces. What do I got to do to get you a set? I was like, I will get you taken care of. We'll get you in a set. We'll get you taken care of. Now he he won't play without him. He will not play without Traspec Pro laces. He loves him, dude. Like it's unreal. And yeah, that man. also, so that's a third round Pittsburgh draft pick yeah. in twenty. Like. Another guy is going to make some good money in his career. Yeah, that, that's unreal. And just like you see, you have Sweden guys, guys from Sweden come on the podcast. You got, you got to rep them. Like you're, you're in Sweden right now. Like that's that's my boys. Your, uh, that's your guy. Hey, hey, and for the first time, we have a real professional goalie using the Traspec Pro Lace. It's like, come on. Yeah, like that. Not nothing better than that. And like, what what's it like uh, having your own your own Traspec? It's it's cool. I, I don't know. Like it's just it's nice to be able to share some of people that like I generally believe is is awesome. Like I, f- I feel like and, and I wish I could like the biggest part about playing and doing the whole YouTube and podcast thing is like I don't have a lot of time for this extra stuff, which is nice. Why it's collaborated with Prolaces, yeah. like Mike at Prolaces takes care of all this stuff. But like there's so many companies out there that are just fucking sleaze balls, dude. Like they don't make products that actually help people, they don't care about people, they just want your money. Once they got your money, they're yeah. good. Like Dude, I don't make a lot of money off pro laces and I personally offer people a money back guarantee. Like, like pro laces doesn't offer that. That's me on my own dime. If you yeah. buy pro laces and you are trashed pro laces and you have an issue, I will personally refund you out of my own pocket. Cause like, I don't want a single person on this planet having the same experience as, you know, like Cali, for example, gets, you know, a set for Rogla this year uh, in his toe ties break, like two days in, like how many guys, and I'm sure you've had this too. Like, how many guys have had sets of CCMs or Bowers and the toe ties bust in three days? Cause they're shit. Like they're just My, Mine's about a bus. Mine's about like, a bus too. Like, and everybody has this bad experience with toe ties. I'm like, dude, I don't want you to have that experience. Like, I will make yeah. sure you're happy. You're going to love them. And the thing is too, and this is the worst decision we ever made for business. They'll last you one to two years. So you won't be able to buy anything for one to two years. Cause you're, you're happy, which sucks. Cause I can't yeah. get your business again, but you'll be really happy and tell people how great it is. Like the, the best, I, don't know, I guess I'll leave you with this one. The best, feedback i ever got in the traspec pro laces was some guy did a, a video review on his true gear for uh, youtube and he's like uh, I, I gotta talk about the traspec pro laces for a sec trav is an absolute dirt bag he's a scumbag i hate him he, you know he manipulates companies he does this he does he just all this bullshit and whatnot <laughs> however i have the traspec pro laces and i gotta say they are the greatest thing ever like it's not just marketing it is the real deal so the fact that you hate my guts and can admit that it's the best pro laces the best toe tie the best product ever that's a win. I'll take that any day. Yeah. He's, he's supporting you in one way or another, even though he, he does not like you. Like he is still supporting your, your brand. Or both ways. Both ways are fine. Buy the pro yeah. laces, hate my guts. I'm fine with that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm going to have to get some Trav, uh, Trav prospect uh, laces for sure. Cause my, my toe ties are literally about a rip probably any day now. What do you got? Uh, I got the CCM E-Flex 4s. Okay, so like we, those... we got to get you taken care of. We got to get you in a set. Yeah, absolutely. And like, I'm, I'm really excited to try them because I've been, I've been wanting to try them on for a while, but I just want to get rid of the, the toe ties first. Dude, think, think about the money you waste on laces every year compared to fifty bucks for a set of pro laces. Like people say it's yeah. overpriced, but 
dude, you're getting the best money can buy and the best feel and a money back guarantee. Like anybody, you know, wants to message me, Hey, I, I bought them. I, I hate them. They suck or they broke. I'll give you your money back, dude. In the last year and a half of doing that, I haven't had one person ask for their money back. And like, uh, all you have to do is message me and say, you hate them. Like it speaks yeah, to that just, that just proves, yeah. That just proves, uh, Trav pro, uh, pro laces are, are the shit. I know we keep talking about because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm trying to pitch you on them and whatnot, but like, dude, the fact that like nobody's willing to, you know, step up and try to get a, you know, a free refund. I'm sure somebody will at some point, but like, uh, it's kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah, a- absolutely. But, uh, I guess I put up some questions for the viewers to ask you, uh, oh, a couple days ago and, uh, we got, we got some, we got some questions so we'll we'll leave uh, the podcast off with this with with these questions so first one was uh how do you think the late gear arrival in norway affected your mental state on the ice throughout your tryout dude dude, that that was i i know it's gonna sound like bullshit but like i i'm all about impressions or like a first impression i was always raised and and always had drilled into me like if you're not 15 minutes early for your job interview you're late 14 minutes early is late so like when I know in my mind that, okay, I may have to show up at the ring tonight without gear. And yeah, you know, they're going to understand the airline lost. Like that looks bad. Like that's not a yeah. very professional look. Like you couldn't book flights that were appropriately spaced out to get your gear here on time. Like that, that's big for me. And like, I got like a, an hour before I had to go to practice and like three hours before the skate or whatever. But like, I was so, I had so much anxiety and stress that day, like wondering if I was even going to get it. Cause I, I had a feeling like the country's going to shut down because people kept talking about it. I wanted to make the most of it. Yeah. So it did play a big role. And that was also the only ice time the coach saw me because he got at the Cove right after that. And then we got shut down two days later. So the only ice time he saw me was an hour before I got my gear. So yeah, that, that shit definitely plays a role. Yeah, absolutely. And like, you're just, you're stressing so much, even from the videos, like you're, you could tell that you're stressing and everything. Cause like you said, like impressions are huge and you show up with no gear. Like they're gonna be like, what the fuck is, like they'll understand because the airline lost, but they'll still be like, what the fuck? Like, like you said, like get, get better flights that were spaced out better. Yeah. Or, or whatever the case may have been like, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, the next question is uh, your biggest surprise hockey wise. Once you got to Norway, how good the guys were, <laughs> dude, like I, I knew the level was going to be higher but the picture that my agent put in my head and it, part of the problem is me as well for like just being a little bit ignorant to it. Like these guys are good, man. They're picking corners. Everything's barring in post. And you saw the video. Yeah. There wasn't many shots that weren't barring in. Mm-hmm. Like these guys can pick corners. They're smart. They can pick you apart. Like I, I was telling our coach the other day, like there's habits I've gotten into this year in Sweden because I know that they, they work. Like I don't need to worry about guys in division one when I know it's worse in division three. Yeah. And with the first day, the first ice time, which you saw, even the third ice time to an extent, because I was dealing with that, that groin injury, like yeah. you saw that, like that shit does not work. So they're they're good, man, and they're a, they're a bottom team in that division. Like think about how good the good team is. Yeah, it's a a huge difference, especially going from what you were saw in Sweden, and then like you're going on to bottom team in Norway, and like you could only imagine how much better the upper level teams are going to be in like the in the league and yeah you're, you're getting beat by those guys like imagine like what when you go against the first place team like what what's going to happen there dude people are still chirping the team they're like oh hogason's not a pro team these guys suck i'm like dude put the crack pipe down and get educated like seriously dude like okay you want to chirp me for not being a pro all right i'll chalk one up for you you want to chirp these guys like get out of get a life 
Yeah, and like they they even had their own digital like marketing team like that they had they helped you with the vlogs as well and like record your gameplay like how is how is that not having to be have cameras on the ice and just having folks on your game game changing dude you give the cameras to the guy you just take him leave him and come back to me later it is so it's it's the best thing in the world and the best setup for me to succeed because i can just focus on my gaming and like you're taking care of the vlog for me i'm not doing the vlog anymore it's your job now yeah, you're just much stop worrying about stopping the clock. That that's all that that's all you're doing right right there. Yep, absolutely. And then uh, the next question is, what's been like your favorite barn to play in in Sweden or or the or even like the the rink at in Norway? Like, what's been your favorite barn to play at? Favorite rink. Honestly, probably a rink in Varberg. Like. If I'm being honest, a lot of the rinks in Sweden suck. Like the ice is shit. The the rinks just aren't very nice. Like they're older. Like yeah. our rink is five years old, six years old. Like it's a new rink. Like and you can tell from like all the you know the BMW signs and shit. Like we have a really nice rink. So I'd probably say our rink in Varberg, no bullshit. Like really, really nice. Yeah, and then there's another question. Like, what's the worst barn you played in Sweden? Oh, there's a lot, dude. There's a lot. The um. The Fleming's rink really sucked. The the shower was so disgusting in there, dude. Like you had to have sandals in there if you wanted to go oh. in there. Like something to cover your feet. Like, um, I don't know. That, that's a toss. You can pick any. You could probably put them all on a dartboard, throw a dart, and you could probably pick the right one. Like they're all pretty bad. Like, like there's a lot of them that are really bad. Yeah. And then and then the final question is like, what what's gonna happen in in the future for you? For like since since Varberg like got shut down or like got got yanked and then with the with the tryout in norway like what what's going to happen now with with you and like where what's your plan oh you're going to see me keep doing what i've always done just been persistent and keep chasing down my dream and you know doing what feels right for me at the end of the day or, or however the intro goes you know like dude that's what people don't get like i love the game and this is the greatest job in the world and like when when you've been presented with an opportunity and granted you know you could say like i've i've made that opportunity through doing my videos and whatnot but like when you've been you know given an opportunity to play hockey for a living whether it's division one, two, three, whatever the case may be compared to working at Walmart, working at, you know, you know, any of the other bullshit jobs you can get in the world. Like, dude, I'm doing this any day of the week. There ain't, I ain't training for the world. This is what I'm doing. Yeah. I, I love that answer. Cause you could tell that you have a passion for the game. You love the game. Like I love the game. Like I'm planning on going year one of pro next year and like, just like I'm ready to take on whatever it takes to get to that next level. And, and like all the obstacles that you're going to face throughout that time. And it's just like, you're ready for whatever happens. And like, you could only do that by if I think if you're, if you really love the game, cause you're not getting paid that much, but like, if you're doing it for the love of the or game. Anything. Yeah. You yeah, know, I, do, just, I think every, every kid relates to this. I think you, me, anybody can relate to this. Like as a kid, I always dreamt of like, if I had the option to not do school, to not work a job and to just do hockey 24 seven, I would hundred percent do it today. 100%. And I have through YouTube enabled that to become my everyday. Granted, yes, I have to do the vlog, I have to film, I have to edit, I do the podcast and shit. But like, this is as close to that as you're gonna get without making a full time salary. Like, even guys like in the SPHL and you know whatnot, like they're working you know full time jobs in the summer because it doesn't pay the bills enough. Like, I'm never gonna get to a uh, level where my bills are paid 100% by hockey. Like, this is gonna be the reality for the rest of my life, just where I'm at. So, um. I'm, I'm living the dream dog every day yeah li living the dream loving the game like not nothing better 
doesn't get much better my friend yeah but uh trav this has been a lot of fun so thank you so much for coming on the show i really appreciate your time and i want to wish you the best of luck with the podcast and with hockey with youtube with with everything in life and hopefully uh you you see sweden go get that gold this year go sweden yeah absolutely but uh thanks again for coming on and it's gonna it's we're gonna have to get you on again for sure you let me know when dog anytime if i got free time we can make it happen Oh, yeah.